So, last week, I referred to it as this podcast. Today, I am happy to say I've actually found a name, um, which I feel represents what this podcast stands for um, and what my aims are as well. So, the name of this podcast, thank you, firstly, as well, uh, for anyone that has listened to the first episode and has actually come back to to the second one. It is an honour that you would find the time in your daily life to actually listen to me speak. So this podcast is going to be called OD with IB. And I'm going to explain the name um, and why I chose it. At first, I had a few other names which I was thinking about, which were like IB podcasting. um, Or what was the other one? I think it was IB podcasting. There was another another one, but it was was trash. (laughs) Which is why it wasn't selected, of course. Um, But OD with IB is something which stuck with me. Um, IB podcasting. It was only going to be that because I go by the music name IB Rose, and I also have a company which I'm trying, which I'm opening, um, which is called IB Baking, and that's for my baking company, you know. And IB is more or less me. I'm going to use that as a conglomerate name. Um, but with IB Podcasting, it just didn't sit well with me in regards to explaining what the podcast was about, and yeah just being a good representation of 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 what you're going to actually listen to so so od with ib od it doesn't stand for overdose just in case anyone is worried uh it stands for ontogenetic development now that basically means the growth of an embryo um to its adult life or to its adult form so it's just organic development basically it's how the individuals and the experiences within the environment can kind of impact someone in order to grow. So OD with IB, again, IB is IB Rose. So that's how the name came about. Now with IB, I did only use one I in my podcast name, more so because it looked better. <laughs> if it did look all right with the three eyes, I, I most probably would have used the three, um, but I only used one. Now, I will explain a little bit about the three eyes. Um, firstly, it's because I grew up with two of my brothers. There were three of us um, on my mum's side. And I didn't actually know I had any other sort of brothers and sisters until I think I was about 10 um, or 11. Maybe a tiny bit younger, but I, 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 yeah, I don't remember sort of knowing anyone prior to that age. And um, yeah, so the, the three eyes were more or less symbolizing myself and my two brothers and just our solidity you know our bond and that never breaking or being able to become broken at all you know we'll always work through anything any of our differences you know it's 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 crazy i see even some of my own family members they fall out and they won't talk to each other for years on end and i just i could never ever i could never ever do that you know, it's something that I've always, that energy is something I've always kept with any of my friends from the past and things like that. So there's people from primary school. I've got loads of friends from primary school. I still now to this day see and speak to, you know, one of my best friends, the godfather of my child. He is, um, I met him in primary school, you know, uh, people from secondary school. I still speak to it. Even if I don't speak to you for years, for instance, not because I've fallen out, but if I don't speak to you, I'll still have that love for you. So those, obviously I went off a little tangent, but those three eyes, that's what they stand for. And the other reason was for the sense of higher consciousness. 
you know, when people say they've got three eyes, um, the all-seeing eye, you know, the eye of consciousness, the eye of uh, a higher being in that regard. And that's what I wanted to bring about when I did my music, you know, because I've seen and I've heard a lot of, a lot of people just speak, you know, they just, they just, they just, they just write. Uh, and I don't feel like they really are particular about the articulation used and how that could impact others as well. Now, that's not to say that everything I write or make is thinking about everyone else, because at the same time, it's, it's, it's myself, you know, it's my own therapy. And so it's my own story and I have to tell it how I have to tell it. But in the same sense, I just know that there is an influence that comes with people listening to your music or taking in what you say. People can, kids especially, can idolise that. You know, I see a lot of kids running around with, with ski masks on and things like that. I, I don't feel like that would be prominent right now unless the actual culture in music and things like that, which actually steers fashion, they kind of steer each other, but I feel like music does have a big steer on fashion because you see a music artist, a big music artist dressed a certain way and all of a sudden you end up seeing loads of other artists that come out and they'll be doing the exact same thing, you know? So that Three Eyes was the state of consciousness, okay? So that's, that's the reason why I did IB Rose as Three Eyes. But going off a little tangent, but okay. So it's OD with IB. That's the podcast. So thank you. Thank you very much for listening. Now, last week I did speak a little bit about sort of entrepreneurial activities. And this week I wanted to actually mention some of the other activities I'm currently doing now. And I wanted to speak about unfinished projects um, and focus. So right now, I do music. So I go by the name IB Reels, as I said, that's three eyes, B-E-R-E-A-L-Z. If anyone does want to search up my music and things like that and just listen to what I want to, this to what I say. Um, I have this podcast, OD with IB. I also have an Instagram called Rap Recipes, where I cook and I bake and then I rap the recipe so I did one on like carbonara or pancakes or spaghetti bolognese for instance um, and those are released weekly so I have that I also started a podcast with my brother which we did one episode to and um, we haven't actually picked it up again as of yet which is something again it's just a procrastination unfinished project um, something where we've lost a little bit of focus and we just have to realign basically but that is more or less us just speaking as Two black single fathers trying to navigate the world, you know, and trying to do what's best for our kids in order to raise them better than we were raised and in order to raise them to be good citizens, um, good humans, should I say, <laughs> not even citizens, good humans. Uh, I also started acting recently, so I just completed a seven-week workshop with a lovely agency called Global 7. Um, the lady who runs that, Medina, she's amazing as well. And I used to always love acting, but I stopped in GCSE times in secondary school and I've only now just picked it back up. So it's something I'm definitely wanting to pursue. Again, I did mention my clothing line last week as well. Now, my clothing line is called Innocent Criminal. That is, uh, again, it's because I was... As a black boy, I'm, I'm growing up and I'm stereotyped. It's like I said last week, as soon as I step out the door, I'm stereotyped. With Innocent Criminal, um, it, it plays on that. It plays on the fact that I'm stereotyped, not only by my peers, who would look at me and think, okay, this guy, he must be a road guy. Or 
he may not articulate himself that well, you know. And then there's other people who, the police, for instance, who will stop and search me um, because they they just feel like stopping and searching me, you know. Uh, and that's happened many times. So the innocent criminal clothing line was playing on that, and that will be coming out very soon. Not only that, uh, what else was I doing? Of course, I was doing baking and managing fatherhood as well. Uh, I was work, working a 9-5, which is coming to an end at the end of this month now. Um, so, yeah, I had, I've, I've basically been balancing a lot. Um, and that brings me to focus, you know. Because when I was listening to uh, the diary of a CEO, one thing he did mention, Stephen mentioned, was about his mum. And the fact that she would maybe have a, a business venture and then see the, the, the next, big thi- next big thing, for instance, or something that may look as though it's more lucrative and then they may pursue that. With me, it's a little bit different. I just, I feel like I can do everything <laughs> at times, um, which then, of course, causes me to then just venture off in little other pockets of space, but never really finishing anything you know, um, or pursuing that as steadfast as I should in order to make that profitable so that I can then move on to something else, you know, it's all about sort of, I'm always trying to balance everything and, and that's one thing I feel like with me, I definitely need to hone in on and control a bit better, you know, I mean, I mentioned those things. I even started, I, I got, a, I picked up a piano, um, an upright piano from a, a church that was giving it away because I thought, you know what? It's a, it's a brown varnished piano. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to sand it all down and I'm going to repaint it, respray it and um, renew it. And that'll be a gift to my daughter when she's, when she's, well, she can start playing it now. She can start learning, for instance. Um, and, and I've had this piano for about two years now. I've nearly finished sanding it down, but again, unfinished project you know the other day during summer actually I say the other day but it was during summer this year I started picking up wooden pallets and I started making a bench on my on my on my balcony you know it's just again my mind goes off in tangents and I end up picking up little pockets of of things that I want to do or things that I think oh this is kind of cool but I don't finish anything and that's something that I definitely definitely need to get better with um, which brings me on my next point of control, self-discipline and consistency. You know, I feel like if, again, you want to move forward, if you want to have a better life, if you want to change your life, you have to transform because, again, you can't keep doing the same things and expecting the same, expecting different results, sorry. And with control and self-discipline, they will come in different facets of life. Like you need control and self-discipline throughout all different facets of life. So I mentioned that I, I smoke weed, for instance. I need, well, even like this week, for instance, I gave the rest of what I had away. I gave it to my brother. I said, you know what? Just take it. So for the past four days, I think it is, I haven't smoked at all. And mainly because I picked up when I was writing music. You know, I, I signed up for something called the pen game rap battle where you go on there and you battle rap other artists and things like that and i was writing i was writing i was writing and i thought you know what let me just let me just pick up and get into my get into my vibe a little bit and well i i i feel like i'm going to destroy my opponent um so i would say again it has its uses but of course it's through control that i've utilized that you know i've i haven't 
gone overboard. I smoked a little bit. I had my vibe. I wrote what I needed to write, my three rounds. And then the rest of it, I said, you know what? I'll give it away. Have it, have it. You get what I mean? That's not to say I may not have a a, a bad week where I'm like, oh, you know what? Let me pick up again. I, I, you know, I had, I had a tough week. I, don't, I really don't want to do that. Uh, and I'm going to try my best not to. But again, it's, it's, it's the control. It's the self-discipline of either not doing that or choosing when to do it. And if you can be confident in yourself that you can control that and and me going back to that for instance for a day or two or for a week it's not going to be a long-term thing where that's continuous where I'm like okay the next week damn I'm missing it now you know uh that's definitely not something I want to do but that's just of course one facet of life again controlled and self-discipline will come in many other forms so for instance gym haven't been gym today as of yet I've looked outside the weather is abysmal as it always is in London so I haven't gone to the gym yet, um, haven't worked out yet, but I'm going to get up. I thought, you know what, I want to do something productive in this morning. And so I thought, well, it's Saturday. Um, I want to release episodes every Sunday. The first episode for ODU with IB is coming out tomorrow. And this week will be, um, this one here will be coming out next week. So again, I want to do something productive as opposed to I was going to just sit down and, and, and you not turn on my PS5 and just be like, you know what, let me just play some Spider-Man for, for a few hours. You get what I mean? And I'm like, you know what? No, let me just be self-disciplined and control my actions, you know? Um, because at the same time, it's, it's things that you make a decision now that will benefit your future self, you know what I mean? So I can look at my future self, my future self can look back at me and it can be like, okay, I see how you help me out. So you know what? I'm going to help out my future self as well, you know? Um, and that's a way I'm trying to think of things in that regard. So me just doing things now to benefit myself in the future, you know? And that brings me to consistency because self-discipline is great if it lasts, you know? There's many times that... There's many times that I may... You may people may go gym. For instance, polygen to burn my nose. People may go gym, for instance, and um, <coughs> they'll go gym, and they'll go for a week, and then that's it. You know, there's I call them the, the New Year's resolutioners. You know, so in January next year, you're gonna see so many people at gym. So many people you wouldn't be able to go. You know, it's gonna be packed out, and you start to see people drop out. You know, January 1st, people start. By January 7th, some people stop. By January 14th, even more stop. And then by the end of January, you have people that either have been like, yes, I'm going to stay consistent. And they last that month, the four week. Um, and they and then they may get to even two months and they may stop. And then the others will continue to go, continue to progress. And those are the people that will see the results, you know. And, and that's what I want to be in regards to just consistency with the things that I choose to do. Focus in on what I want to do, but be consistent with those that I do focus in on, you know? Now, <clears throat> one other thing I did want to speak about, I do apologise if I'm coughing or anything, I'm a little bit ill, but one of the things I wanted to speak about as well, because I had a conversation with my bro the other day, and was talking about me doing music videos or me doing acting and I wanted to start just doing writing short scripts or doing short monologues for instance from Shakespeare or 
any other films or plays and things like that, or doing music videos. And he asked me, what is preventing you? You know, And it's so easy for me to say, oh, yeah, money, money's preventing me from doing it. But then I go online and I've seen people who have done a music video on their mobile phone, you know. They've just put the time in, they structured it, they planned what they wanted it to look like, and they didn't care about the quality in the sense of the, 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 the camera needs to be a 4K camera. They focus on the quality in regards to how can this video represent the song, no matter what it's filmed on, you know. And I think that's something that, just, just that, I took a key away from that in the sense of there is loads that I can do. There is literally loads. I can get a tripod and myself, I can get a friend um, to come out and, and film me on my phone, film me on his phone, get different camera angles. I can play on what people are doing on TikTok. So I see people doing the, the ceiling challenge, for instance. I can make a music video doing that in, 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 a, in a plethora of ways, you know, if it represents the song properly, you know. So I, I, I feel like some people, especially myself, have to just get out of the way of thinking that anything is preventing them and then using the tools that are available, you know? Utilise them to help yourself. Because I feel like a lot of people don't help themselves, me included. Sometimes I just don't help myself, you know? You have to take opportunity. You have to seek opportunity, find opportunity, create opportunity. You know, one of the, the quotes that I want to leave as well with, with yourselves, I'm not ending right here, but one of the quotes I wanted to leave is, the ultimate risk is, is not taking risk. You know, most people miss opportunity because it carries a shovel, because it looks like work, you know? And so they're like, I don't have the opportunity here. Because I have to do that, that's, that's something that's preventing me. Because I have to do this myself, or because I don't have the cameraman, or I, or I don't have this fund or these funds to do that, I can't do it, you know? And... um that's a, a mindset I have to, I have to get out of, you know. Um, sorry, Loki. Sorry, my cat's. I'm still again sitting with my cat, and he's just trying to sit on my um my diary here. But moving on with that, of course, you see, like the conversation I just mentioned, me having with my with my with one of my friends. That is one of the ways I'm trying to transform as well, in in the sense of filtering conversations, you know. I have conversations with some of my friends and all they want to speak about is gal. That's all they want to speak about, you know. Anytime I speak to them, oh, yeah, man, just man, just see this gal in here and, oh, yeah, I was chatting to this gal and, you know what I'm saying? It's just, there's nothing really progressive that's fueling me or, or helping me move forward. And I'm not to say, like, every single conversation has to do that, but where I am in a transformative state, and trying to realign. You know, I did mention sacrifice in last week, but I don't want to call it sacrifice anymore. I feel like that's a negative term. Um, I'm not sacrificing anything. I'm not sacrificing parties. I'm not sacrificing spending time with girls. I'm not sacrificing anything else. All I'm doing is realigning myself, you know? Because all of that, me going out to a party, me speaking to girls and getting a new girlfriend, for, for instance, and things like that, I'm just realigning myself. You know, and I feel like if you want to be great and you want to have a great life, you have to realign yourself in order to attract those things. I feel like at this point in time where I am, I'm I, I can't I'm not I'm not gonna attract what I want, you know. Um so it's not a sacrifice, it's a realigning, it's a filtering in order to actually transform 
and know where you're trying to go. You know. One of the other things I did mention was completing your journey. You know, because I said last week, people may listen to this uh, podcast only with IB if they are just starting a journey or they may have completed their journey. And I had to even think about that after the podcast and I had to, I had to think and sit and I'll be like, can anyone actually complete your journey? Can your journey actually ever be completed? You know, because when I look at Harry Belafonte or I look at myself and my goals and my plans and where I want to go and what I want to achieve within the world and what I want for my daughter, what I want for any of my any other children, what I want for my nephews, my nieces, what I want for my, my neighbours' friends, my neighbours' kids, you know what I mean, is peace, you know, is justice within the world and things like that. So for me personally, I don't think my journey can ever be completed. I feel like I will always, always, always be striving to be better, be striving to understand people, understand the world, understand myself, in fact, as I evolve there are going to be new facets within myself that I'm going to have to understand, which I'm going to have to, like, something may happen and I may win a hundred grand tomorrow, you get what I mean? And all of a sudden I'm acting a certain way. God forbid I ever do that, but that would be me again, understanding or trying to understand how I am with money, for instance. Because sometimes a lot of the things people say is when people get money, they change. For me, like again, I go by the name IB Rules. There's nothing in my life, I've been through a lot of things, you know, and I feel like I've always kept my morals. I've kept me, you know. I haven't allowed my trauma to change who I am. I haven't allowed my trauma to stop me loving my, my people or to stop me trying to do better for my people. You get, I mean, I haven't allowed any of that to to have me on road and moving like a, a, a crazy guy you get what i mean um or, or even not even a crazy guy but just exacting a revenge you get what i mean and um yeah so i feel like there is no sort of completion of your journey it's just a sense of that you are growing and evolving to understand yourself and the world better yeah um and with sort of growing up and understanding yourself better, there is one thing as well. I spoke to uh, another one of my friends and they were saying, yo, you don't, you don't really big up yourself, you know. Like, you are doing a lot in that, but you, you don't really big up yourself. Like your music is cold and whatnot and, you know, your clothing line is good and all when it comes out, it's going to pop off and what You don't really big up yourself and whatnot. And um, for me, I, I just don't want to keep giving myself pats on the back. You know, uh, I don't want to keep, I don't want to tell myself you're doing great. You're doing, I, I want to, I want to tell myself I'm doing the right thing. I'm moving in the right direction, but I always, always, always look for what more I could do or what better I could do. That is, I guess, a double-edged sword because I can sometimes maybe feel, or it can sometimes bring on anxiety, for instance, if you're not if you're thinking about always things that you could do to improve or what the future's going to hold, you know, if you, if you're, if you're living in the future, you're, you're, you're anxious, you know, um, again, from Stephen Bartlett's uh, podcast, I think it's a Buddhist uh, saying, but you're living in the future, you're anxious, you live in the uh, past, you're depressed, 
And if you live in the now, you're at peace. And that's what I want to be. I just want to be living in the now, thinking about the future, planning for the future, but being at peace, knowing I'm on the right direction and on the right course in order to attain the future I want. You know? And coming with sort of bigging up yourself, there's also an investment in knowing yourself, you know? There's investment in knowing yourself and being able to find things which are going to benefit yourself as well. Um, and again, sorry, I, I do apologise if I'm ever waffling at all. I, I really do apologise, but my mind goes off on tangents. But with the investment, it's, it's more so like, I, I go back to smoking weed, for instance, a three, five, for instance, some, some people might pay 30 pounds. And then I saw Paracel Ascot, uh, who's an actor, producer, uh, he's, he's, he's amazing, basically. And he, I think he's director as well. Um, and he's got a acting masterclass, which is on, and that's 29 pounds, you know. But then straight away when I saw that, subconsciously my head said, raw, 29 pounds. For that, <laughs> you get what I mean? And I was like, wait, wait, wait. I had to literally wake myself up, almost slap myself and just say like, you would spend that on a on a 3.5. You would smoke that away, simply, like easily. How could you ever think anything negative of spending that, investing in your own health, investing in your own success, investing in your own future, you know? And so that's something I'm definitely more aware of now, just Bigging up myself, knowing I'm on the right course, but also investing in the correct things to keep me there. So, yeah, I'm going to be moving forward and I'm going to be investing a lot in myself. I'm going to be helping myself a lot, staying focused on what I need to focus on, you know, and staying consistent with that, you know, taking opportunity, creating opportunity in order to make this world a better place, you know. So... This is episode two, and I want to thank everyone and no one for taking the time to listen to my waffles. Um, I'm going to keep calling it waffles. I, I sent my first episode to a few of my friends, people that I've met on the uh, Global 7 acting group and some of my other friends as well that I've grown up with. And a lot of the feedback they got was, well, the feedback I got, sorry, was no, it was it wasn't waffle at all. You, you you kept it consistent. I'm like, yeah, you haven't heard, you haven't heard maybe episode two, episode three, you haven't heard them yet. <laughs> but um, I just want to say thank you to anyone and everyone, uh, or no one who is listening, you know. And last week I did leave you all with uh, a quote, which was powerful to me, and resonated to me with with me, sorry, and. I want to keep doing that. So this week's quote for episode two of OD with IB is that the truest power there is in this universe is understanding. It is the greatest force for change. And that understanding is not only just with other people, with the world, with the way society works, with politics, with economics. It's within yourself, you know, it's understanding yourself and who you are because unless you can delve deep within to your inner within your delve deep within your inner psyche and understand who you are you won't be able to see your faults and you won't be able to see 
what needs to transform, what needs to change in order to develop and move forward. And it's those tough conversations that you have with yourself, that self-therapy, not going to a, a therapist and them diagnosing you with this or telling you, yeah, you're doing this, you're doing that. Speak to yourself, you know, and that's what I'm doing through these podcasts. I'm speaking, like I said, to no one and everyone. I'm just sitting on my sofa with my cat Loki and I'm trying to understand myself in order to change, you know. And I feel like once you do understand yourself, that is where you'll definitely see where you need to change. So thank you to everyone and no one for listening. And I'll see you next week for a third episode of OD with IB.